Hi, this is Don Jones with More Public Schools. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Today's subject, the importance of providing meals for students. Today, we're doing our podcast via Zoom again this week, and our guests are Jimmy Martin, Managing Director for Federal Programs, Superintendent Robert Romines, and of course, Brandon Wilmarth, our Director of EdTech and Podcast Producer. Thank you guys for joining me. Glad to be here. So today's subject, we're talking about meals for students and kind of what we've been doing with grab-and-go meals. And Mr. Martin, we've been doing this since March 23rd. So approximately how many meals have we served? Since March 23rd, not counting this week because we'll get our totals later today, but we have served just under 200,000 meals Wow. During that period of time. That's amazing. That's very impressive. So when you say just under 200,000 meals, are we talking about breakfast and lunches together? That is correct. Uh, When we we were able to receive a waiver from USDA to allow us to serve multiple meals in uh, one one time period in our grab-and-go meal distribution. Uh, When we say multiple meals, that means breakfast and lunch together. Uh, that eliminates, or at least it slows the amount of contact that uh, everyone's having uh, to to help overcome this COVID-19. Well, that's, I know that the parents truly appreciate it. And of course the kids appreciate it. And uh, so they've been able to pick these meals up since March 23rd. And how long um, can they pick these meals up? How long will we have the service? We will be running this service until uh, May 29th. Uh, we extended our school year uh, meal serving time uh, just because of the pandemic and uh, the great need that there is out there for these meals. So um, parents will be able to pick up meals for their kids up until uh, March, excuse me, May 29th. And then we will, uh, at that time, transition to the summer feeding program that will begin June 1. Okay. And, you know, just thinking about all of the people who have made this possible, you have an amazing team. I mean, between the administrators and Miss Pam Hart and, and all of our child nutrition team, just how thankful are we for them? I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, they, they have um, done some incredible things. Uh, number one, they've served almost 200,000 meals. Uh, Pam Hart has coordinated this entire thing. She's made this happen. Uh, she's ensured that we've had workers in place. Um, I have to tell you, the first couple of weeks when uh, schools were closed down, um, we were really uh, dependent on people to step up to the plate. And uh, with Pam's help, we, we made that happen. Um, I say Pam, it's her whole crew over there. Uh, we had to have our warehouse guys running products from school to school. We had to move products from one school to another school. Uh, you don't realize how much product and how much space and how much staff is needed uh, to produce 10,000 meals a day. Um, it really takes a lot of uh, effort, coordinated effort to make it happen. And uh, I can't say enough good things, not only about Pam Hart and, and the CNO um, offices, but uh, about our cooks out at the sites working together. Uh, making this happen. People are showing up every day and putting meals together and making sure kids are fed and families have food, just the basic needs that we all we all have to have. 
Jimmy, I've, Jimmy, I've been in buildings for a long, long time, whether it be a teacher or a, a principal or, or that type of thing. And I've watched that process work uh, on a very limited scale, uh, you know, five, 600 kids and that type of thing. And it was very interesting to get out and see all of the work that had to be done as far as the mills that were going out on a Tuesday and then getting things prepped for Wednesday. And we had some sites that were serving upwards of uh, a thousand mills uh, a day uh, from, from uh, certain sites and that type of thing. And uh, your group uh, and Pam's group is they're, they're uh, a fine-tuned machine. Uh, they had it down and, and very proud of their work. And they, uh, they, they created and continue to create a service that is very appreciate, uh, appreciated from this community. I, I hear that on a daily basis. So uh, kudos to you and Pam and, and her group for, for making this happen for uh, our, our community members and, and our students. Well, thank you very much. And <clears throat> I've got to tell you, it's uh, been pretty incredible uh, the positive feedback, it's, it's really nice. You know, those, those people work so hard for us and uh, it is nice to hear those things, the appreciation for those meals and, and people realizing the effort that has gone in to make it happen. Well, and on top of that with the pandemic, so the PPE that they've needed to wear and ensure that, you know, following certain guidelines. So it's made their, their job a little bit more challenging. Jimmy, you, you talked about uh, almost 200,000 meals and that type of thing. And I can't help but think that there's a lot of questions uh, in regards to, uh, you know, budget shortfalls and, and, and budgets for the, for the state and that type of thing. How can you, can you explain to our community members how uh, we are funding that and, and what that looks like? Absolutely. The program we, we've been working under to serve these meals during this time is called the Seamless Summer Option uh, that the USDA provides for us. Um, there's some different rules that uh, summer, Seamless Summer allows that aren't uh, directly related to the typical um, national school lunch program or school breakfast program. So those, those rules just uh, allow some more flexibility in um, some of the things that we do. In addition, we receive numerous waivers uh, for distribution and, and that kind of thing. Uh, but essentially what happens is for every meal that we're able to serve to children 18 and under, <clears throat> we uh, receive a, a federal reimbursement for that meal. So that federal reimbursement will pay for the food that we're able to, to hand out and it also assists in um, any salaries that we may have to pay for uh, food prep and that kind of thing. So uh, it's a reimbursable program where we're able to uh, get federal reimbursement for those meals. Good. Well, and in, in this service, you know, I want to talk a little bit about um, the importance of what these meals provide. Not only are they, uh, do they meet that nutritional need, um, but they also meet other needs. Um, you know, Superintendent Romines mentioned this time uh, with budget shortfalls and that kind of thing and financial insecurities. Um, I think that these meals help provide a little, maybe a little bit of a mental and emotional, uh, you know, help for our students and our families. I'll tell you, it's um, absolutely true. And uh, for those families that uh, may have been um, laid off from work because there was no work to be had we're not essential employees, we're not receiving a paycheck. Um, I hope 
that they could go by a school every day, pick up a meal, and, and that take one worry off their plate. Uh, pretty, pretty tough times when you think that there's not uh, money available to, to buy food for your family, for your kids. And so by being able to provide these meals, we hope that uh, that did provide uh, some peace of mind in regards to being able to feed your kids. Is there anything else that we've left off that we need to include? Uh, we will continue at our 16 sites, uh, meal pickup and meal prep and meal pickup at our 16 sites until May 29th. Um, at the end of May 29th, we will transition to our summer feeding program like we do every summer. Our summer feeding program this year will run from June 1st through June 30th. And where are our current pickup sites for grab and go meals? So our current sites are Apple Creek Elementary School, Bryant Elementary, Fairview Elementary, Houchin Elementary, Kelly Elementary, Kingsgate Elementary, Northmore Elementary, Plaza Towers Elementary, Santa Fe Elementary, Sky Ranch Elementary, Southgate Elementary, Winding Creek Elementary, Central Junior High, Highland West Junior High, and Moore West Junior High. And then when we transition into summer feeding, we'll go down to our, our five, which is traditional, which is typical, correct? So we'll go down to our five, and do you have an idea of what those five sites will be as of June? You bet, and, and I misspoke because we have added a couple of other sites uh, for this summer because of the pandemic and just trying to make sure we reach uh, across our entire district with uh, locations. So we will be at, on June 1st through June 30th, we will be at Apple Creek, Bryant, Plaza Towers, Santa Fe, Sky Ranch, and Fairview. Okay, that's great. Same times? So everything will be uh, correct? You know, we're we're looking at what, uh, what they're going to require of us. Currently, we have waivers to be able to um, serve multiple meals in a day and that kind of thing. And so uh, for our summer program, those waivers are not in place yet. We've got to see what the regulations are going to be in regards to gatherings and, and that kind of thing, if they're going to allow us to hand out. So that will be information forthcoming. Perfect. Okay. So more information coming soon on our summer feeding program, and uh, we'll get that out to our public so that they have that. But right now we've got the grab and go meals available for our kids. And do you know, I have received a couple of questions from parents asking, can, when they pick up meals, can they grab multiple meals for the week? Is that possible? It's the purpose of the um, grab and go is for that day because we're available five days a week for those meals. And uh, what our regulations are, are a, a meal, breakfast, and lunch for each child in the household. So picking up for the next day really isn't uh, what we would like to see happen. We would like uh, to make sure that they're picking up just for that day. So that's to meet regulations so that we continue to receive funding and are able to provide this service. That is correct. Because our programs are audited by the State Department of Education Perfect. Child Nutrition, and they... Um, they go around and check us and make sure we're doing it correctly. And that makes sense. Well, we, I really appreciate, I know we all do really appreciate the service that you and Ms. Hart and, and all of the amazing workers and our principals who have been out there serving the meals. They have had fun with this. 
I'll tell you, I, it's absolutely uh, incredible to see everyone uh, work together to make this happen. Can't thank our um, principals and paras and assistants enough for the work that they did and have done um, because distribution, that's, that's a whole nother piece of the puzzle. Uh, we've got to have people handing those mills to people and, and having uh, those mills out there by the curb. Um, our, you know, again, our cook staff and, and child nutrition staff, uh, unbelievable what they're doing in the background. You know, they, they never are noticed too often and sure right. want to notice them every chance we get because they're back there making all this happen. That's right. Yep. We've lots of people making lots of people that uh, come together to, to work together and make it happen. Uh, incredible. If you haven't had the opportunity and that, that's something else I wish our child nutrition um, group had opportunity when you're handing those out, the smiles, the thank yous, the appreciation that's shown by our families and our community is just incredible. Yeah, they, they, they truly provided a service that uh, um, I don't know that words can express uh, how appreciative people are. So uh, great job to them. And uh, it's been it's been nice to be out and and watch the pass out of, of lunches and, uh, and and see the, the, the positive smiles. And it also gives the students a chance to get out and actually see familiar faces. Uh, our cafeteria people are part of the, the those those individual sites families. Uh, they they get to know these kids, so that's 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 been that's been a huge impact too. Absolutely, uh, just a great community. You know, just so proud of all of the work that's been being done, and will continue to be done to ensure that our students are fed. And guys, if you didn't get a chance to write down the pickup locations and details, all of that is available on our social media, and we regularly update it. Well, thank you guys for joining today and thank you all for listening. If you could please share a podcast that way other people are able to get the information about our important grab-and-go meals and our transition into summer feeding. And as always, we have the brightest and best in NPS.